Another Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Tweet us on Twitter using the hashtag TOTAP. The Other Three Amigos podcast returns after a little hiatus. On this week's pod, some Dutch people are on our list of people to kill. We are awaiting 23 competition winners now. The truth about Corky is revealed. League of Ireland legend Tom is back. Treaty freak out from the fans, but it's all fine against Queenstown. When football banter goes too far, Brian Fantana comes back from the dead. Derry in the cup this Friday. Patreon goes scooter. People running buses in 1984 made an absolute fortune. Statsman Decky gets his stats out, and so much more. Welcome along to you. Hello, it's the Other Three Amigos podcast. Did you miss us? Did you miss us? We were away for a week. Well, I was away for a week. Wayne was away for two weeks. And Declan was, was on his own with Babe Station. Um, I'm telling you. Blisters <laughs> is all I can say. I met him at the, the Cove match on Friday night. Went to shake his hand. And he couldn't do it. Which to me means Babe Station while we were away. It is episode 62. Hello and good evening to you, Wayne Mullins. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Yeah, well, I was, I was in Bulgaria, so I would say zraste, uh, which is Bulgarian for hello. Uh, Declan, Declan McCormack, what, how do you say hello and buin? Mr. Trinan, how are you, sir? That's how you say good evening uh, to everybody. and You just say, evening, Mr. Trinan, how are you, sir? <laughs> Absolutely. Without fail. Without right. fail. Um, right, okay, so we are now on Patreon. Our Patreon, um, Patreons keep us together at the moment. No no sponsorship, nothing like that. It's our Patreons. Uh, hello to all of you. We'll give you a nice shout out later on in the form of Scooter Hyper Hyper. Um, <laughs> so, we'll, uh, well, the new ones that have joined since we did it two weeks ago. We are the proud sponsors of Kean Barnery, Abby McCarthy, Natalie O'Brien, Ellie O'Brien, Eva Mangan, and Lauren Walsh. That's what we've done with the money, along with the Babe Station and the Red Tube. And the X hamster, the porn hub, uh, the uh, and all those things. Uh, that's where the money is going. And our solicitors. It's time to get on with the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a look at the Academy. The under nineteens, they lost three went to Sligo. Bradley Walsh put them one 0 up. And then they lost 3-1. So I, yeah, I reckon they'll be disappointed with that one. Uh, to go 1-0 up and to lose 3-1. Or under-17s, lost 3-0 against St. Pat's. Maybe that we deserve to win. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later on. Did they deserve to win uh, after losing 3-0? Uh, under-15s, they won 2-1 against Wexford Youth Youths. And Matthew Murray and Jaden Adair-Bell getting the goals. And our under-14s had a win in Treaty. So the academy... Do you know, it's it's actually very hard to find, um, like, the extra... I know extra time underage to the tables, but they're not updated great, so it's very, it's very hard to work out. How how are an under-19s actually doing? Like, there's no league tables I can find properly or any of that. Who knows? They, they, they could be having a great season or they're having a poor season. But I suppose that what we've spoken about over the last couple of months, do you think they've had all their wins and losses? I think they've had a good season. Do you? Without having a league table, it's just off the top of our heads. We're fifth, aren't we? Is the Declan, you're saying something there. Yeah, I believe we're on fifth. But but is 
yeah, is the is is the whole point of the under nineteen side not to worry about winning trophies or where you are in the league. It's to produce players for the first team. Mm. And that's really mm. what it's about, mm. you know. I want to cut that out there. Like, Nothing yeah, else really matters. That's terrible. That's a, that's a defeatist attitude if ever I've heard it. It's not the winning that counts. You might as well just be telling the kids. It's, it is the winning that counts. No, 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 no. It's not. I didn't say it's not the winning that counts. I said what the important thing is, is that you're producing players for the senior setup. Like, here's the thing. Let me give you an example. Well, would you, Everton won the... Here we go. Under the, the British, the English version of that, the under 21 during 23, won it three years in a row. I never produced a fucking player for the first team. Like, look at the state of them now. Whereas teams who had no interest in winning the league but were more focused on producing players who were capable of playing at a higher level are the ones producing players from their youth ranks, you know. So I wouldn't be getting caught up in where we are in the league or what we're doing in the league. I'd be concerned about the players who were coming out of the underage setup and into the into the senior setup. That would be my view on it anyway, you know. Okay. Don't know. I, I think they should be you know, win the league is what you want to do, no matter what age group you're with. You want to, but look, look, that's that's well it's I think I think like under twelves kind of thing, I wouldn't yeah, yeah. Over, over that you're kinda you know. Air still out I'm still, you know I still want to win as an under twelve. Like it's just just it's just you know, there's no there's no glory in all I want, I want, because I'd sound like a terrible parent. It's fine. Um one oh one parenting skills with Damien Shreenan. Yes, you must win or you were a disappointment to my sperm. Um, but <laughs> um, okay, the women's pod is the last damas. That is out when you listen to this. Uh, so that's out already. Uh, as we move into the most important part of every podcast ever. He's Liam Dawson. Is Liam Dawson? Is 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 is, is Liam Dawson the off-season baby? Come, Come on! on. I, I, do you know what? I spent Where's all your respect? Day. Like, this is a, you know what? I know you don't deserve to know what happened. Move on. I, I sp- no. And do you know what? No, I spent no. all day doing stuff. And, no. Come on. Come on. I no, need to know. That's it. No, 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 no. I need to know. I can just read what, it. What we do? It's fine. But like. <laughs> one two please, one. Please, I I don't have the information. Please, they one two one against a uh, young FC Utrecht. Ooh, F- young FC Utrecht. Thirteenth yeah. place with three points. After how many games? Two, three, oh, three games. No, three, three, three games. games. Okay, yeah, three so, games. so that's their first. Their first point of the season. mid table after one win. Did. Uh, did we see something? Did the, here, have the I was, Dutch uh, you copied us? They have stolen. Stolen? Yeah. And it says boss in on a banner. FC Jordan. Yeah. I saw Didn't, it. Yeah. I don't like it. This is, Ralph, this is Ralph now, who listened to us two weeks ago. Stole Hello, our, Ralph. Stole our idea. <laughs> off back to door direct. And now he's made a banner. They did. I did. You saw some... Interesting fact, actually. Do you know FC Dordrecht were in the top division for for a while there back in the nineties and stuff? Do you know that they were yeah, a good team? They were, yeah. They were. So why else would he sign for them? He's there to bring them back to glory days. So no, I presume the Boston Odyssey is not going to go ahead. No, it is, but I don't think it's going to happen this winter. There's too much going on. Winter is coming. Yeah, it's just like between the podcast awards, you know. Um, <sighs> 
Oh yeah, I forgot about title that. Title run in, the Toe Tap promotion party. There's a lot going on, so I think we're going to have to wait until we're bottom of the table next season. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're looking at the new year, the off-season, we're looking to it, but I think 2022 isn't going to happen, being honest. Okay, okay. Uh, and there you go. Yeah. Liam is bossing the is. Dutch First Division. Come on, Decky, just do it with us. Go on. Go on. We won't take a screenshot and then edit the images afterwards so it makes it look like you're the only person doing it. Go on. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Um, just in case. Declan McCormack in fascist chant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why is okay? The competition, the easy living sweet competition. No, no, still no winner announced with that one. Then this is the first free now taxi competition with 10 winners. No competition winners announced with that one. 23 winners. Then they had another free, 10 free now. Um, I think it was a worst of all kind of thing. Still no winners announced with that one. And then remember that one for the, the 750 euro thing? No winners announced with that one either. So, so it's 22 winners we're now waiting on. 22 winners to be announced in the competitions. <laughs> the club lotto. Even if you won it, they wouldn't f***ing tell you. Um, it's fine. There's no problem. Do not enter it. Don't enter it. Okay? There's no point. There's no point. Um, you're not going to win the 2,800 euros of software grab. The commercial deck. Okay, so this one. The commercial deck for 2023 is out. Who's Am I the only person who hasn't a clue what a commercial deck is? Yeah, no, seems like I'm not. No, of course you know um, what a commercial deck is, surely. I don't. A commercial yeah, deck is, 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 is like it's the brochure, isn't it, for next year? Do you know what the... with the? Could they not just say brochure? The, like the advertising prices and... Well, okay. Well, so this is... It's a deck. A deck is a thing DJs play with or you play with cards with. Or are you walking it? It's called a PowerPoint, like. It's all a f***ing is, isn't it? Yeah, what I mean. It's fancy shit again. Yeah, so to commercial. So anyway, it wasn't on social media. It was on the website as it did a little bit of snooping into the communists. And the Corf City, the Corf City, the Corf City FC did delight to confirm the availability of our 2023 commercial deck. Designed in collaboration with Core Media, the deck showcases current available sponsorship and commercial opportunities provides further details on front of shirt sponsorship and much more. Speaking uh, commercial manager Paul Deasy said, this is a huge step forward and very excited to sit down with existing and prospective partners in the coming weeks and months. We're extreme, extremely grateful for all the help and support we've received from local and national businesses in 2022. And we hope to extend upon and to help the drive the club on in 2023. I suppose it would be, speaking commercial manager Paul Deasy said it would be, that this is a huge step forward and I'm very excited to sit down here. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one thing though, right? We yeah, hammered them the last two years for bringing it out in February. Yeah. yeah. So fair play to them. Yeah. Fair play to it's now in August. Yeah, fair play. Absolutely. It's what needed Absolutely. to be done. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. It's, it's out already, August. They're, uh, I, I presume it does. It's, uh, it looks like the front of the shirt is still up for grabs uh, with that one. But look, we might know more over the next uh, couple of weeks. Corky. Okay. <laughs> Corky what? We, we wanted him back. We begged for him back. 
we we said it. it ne- he needs to be there. They brought him back. And we didn't win a game. Can I just say, let's get rid of Corky. Okay, let's get rid of him now. Okay, he serves no purpose whatsoever. <laughs> He's just a man in a stuffed animal uh, costume. And I just think it's he's stupid. You just need to get rid of him. He's, get rid of him. Corky. No, no kids are interested in him. I mean, they know it's a grown man inside. And, um, and it's not me, um, by the way, because I know people were, they were, oh, he's got on holidays and suddenly Corky appears. It's not, it's not me. It's not me. Uh, I don't know who it is, but um, it's just a man. Uh, and again, get rid of him. Corky, stupid, stupid suggestion. Your, your thoughts on that, Declan? You're, you agree? And it's not so much my thoughts on, on that. It's more my thoughts on you spend a month, six weeks campaigning to bring him back and they bring him back two games. As you said, they failed to win both games. So now you want to kill him off again. You know what I mean? Are you as fickle in real life as you are in, in your, in your Would you possibly look, award-winning podcast? I just think, I think the whole Corky thing is done. You know, I mean, it's so twenty. It, like so, so 2016 get rid of him there's no point in having him and and and, and anyway they, they put him in a, a black jersey um not even a green one so i would just get rid of cork you know at this stage i think he's shit who needs it and actually do you know for covid reasons i think it could be dodgy high-fiving kids and stuff like that okay so i would i would think Corky needs to go okay it's still out there he could be passing on cheetah might also be issues. Um, there might also be there might also be COVID issues related to the suit and the washing of the suit and things like that. So absolutely, so um, unhygienic. Um, I would get rid of Corky yeah. immediately. Um, okay, the golf classic, yeah, lads. The golf go. classic. Go. We never did it. We never got a tree. They didn't announce any of the sponsors, did they? they? Okay, so it, it was on the website. Uh, it was oh, on the website. Really? Oh, was, okay, it, great. Yeah. So um, when the, the, last the results the website. <laughs> Do you, actually, can I say about the website? Is it just me or is the CorkCityFC.ie? Does that seem to be very slow sometimes? It's advertising on it, which I don't think it should. Oh, it, oh, it does have Google Ads, doesn't it? I don't think it should. Uh, well, the page I'm on at the moment doesn't. Um, I shouldn't it, have it Google did anyway. Ads, no. it, In the mobile app, I think it does. But it just seems very slow sometimes. I'd load it and it's like, oh my God, it takes ages to load. It takes ages. Uh, the, the number one, anyway, was Team Cork Chimneys, and they won a golf bags courtesy of Johnson and Parrish. Uh, Barry Cotter, Key Cotter, and John O'Malley came second. Calvin Klein jackets, courtesy of Euro Style. I reckon I could have got those Calvin Klein jackets in Bulgaria um, that the Euro Style gave. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, I'm only joking. <laughs> joking. Uh, and then you had Pat Horan, the King Bargary baby maker. Philip Bargray, I think, uh, and Declan Lonergan uh, got Irish rail vouchers. It's handy. Um, here we go. Here we go. The main man himself, Colin Healy, Richie Holland, and Leon Foley. They want easy living interior vouchers. Hmm. Interesting. And there was a few more teams. But look, there's top, the top 10 teams were here. Uh, Keith Cotter completed a double, picked up the longest drive, and nearest to the pin trophies. So the trophies are like, Who is looking forward to joining. It, well, it only gives the top 10. Uh, team Brian Lennox. Uh, one, uh, they finished tent, and they received a fifty euro voucher for Lennox's chipper. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got Marduk Arena merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, Brian! Thanks very much. Um, but uh, look, that's the that was the golf classic. Interesting one I saw on Twitter at the weekend. <laughs> um, and I love this. And I keep saying our Twitter needs to have a bit more person. You know, it needs to have a bit of personality. It needs to recognize fans. 
And on Friday, uh, on Friday, uh, they put up a post of Kevin, Jill and Ronan Long wearing their city shirts in Disneyland Paris ahead of this evening's Cork Derby. And they asked, where would you be supporting from? And you had people underneath going, uh, Shane Kenny had a pint up. Uh, he was, I'm watching it in Spain. Tony Tobin uh, with an ice cream um, was, it was in Santiago. De- I love this. Um, I, I love, you know, putting a picture of fans up in a jersey somewhere in the world and, and just, it just felt, just felt better. Did you did you watch the match in Spain on um, last week? I did. I did indeed. Um, why didn't you send your picture in? Because I was probably heavily drinking at the time. But you know they wouldn't have put it up. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. It's but, you, yeah. After all, I know. But sure, Decky doesn't agree. It doesn't agree with foreign holidays, so we shouldn't really be talking about it. Hey, um, what happens in the WhatsApp group stays in WhatsApp group. I'm not even going to respond to that because it's absolute not our look. Just yeah, you just, just did respond. So keep going. Keep going. They also I shouldn't last. Have, no, I shouldn't. I was just going to say I shouldn't have given it any credence by even acknowledging it. Like so, acknowledging what? Let's just move no. on. Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> acknowledging foreign Absolutely holidays. Nothing. They also. Uh, presented Stuart McCarthy, uh, who hit the crossbar in front of six and a half thousand with an absolutely beautiful. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can't do that clapping anymore Derek, because it sounds like we're now doing something else. Uh, it was, it was brilliant. Uh, fair play to the uh, All Hail Chairman Carey uh, for presenting that on the pitch. Uh, they, they didn't have the match sponsors uh, pictures, but they had the picture of Stuart hit and thing, and it looked. That's what you want. That's what you want. Tom. Tom was back at the cross last Monday and he hasn't been seen in Cork for a long time. I don't know. Like Tom is just a league, big League of Ireland fan. I remember when I was on the board and he came to the cross and I, I, I got a, I had a, I got a scarf from the shop and I, I gave it to him and he asked me for 10 euros as well to wear it. Um, so he's a, <laughs> a bit of a character as well. Um, but it was great to see him back. Great to see him back. I think it was his first time in the cross in, in, since before COVID. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine. Does so. anyone know what the story um, with him? And he was. No, it's, it's one of those dark mysteries. Is it Dundalk? Is it? Thought he was. Yeah. Could be wrong. Um, no, guys, you know, a massive League of Ireland legend. Uh, great, to, great to see him back in the cross. Um, also, just one other thing: the club didn't pay his phone bill last week. Tech technical difficulties. Yeah, if you ever see someone putting up technical difficulties uh, with the phone line, it means they just haven't paid the bill. Uh, so there you go. Let's pay the phone bill. Uh, right. Um, because we have Patreon sponsors, we can now have adverts uh, in between, which are just our adverts, basically. Coming up in part two, we will take a look at the three games that we... Well, we're not going to take a look at the, the treaty match in the Waterford game because they were kind of done when we were on holidays. We will look at the 2-1 win <coughs> against Cove Ramblers uh, in part two. Uh, and we've also got a part three. So here's our first ad. Uh, a word from our sponsors. Uh, well, no, actually. It's just an ad. It's just an ad. Do you sometimes walk into a room and forget why you came in? Yes. Forget people's names or birthdays? Yes. Have you ever done something then immediately had no recollection of it? Yes. Then you need Amnesia Magazine. If you only remember one thing this week, make it Amnesia Magazine. Do you sometimes walk into a room and forget why you came in? Yes. Forget people's names or birthdays. Yes. Have you ever done something then immediately had no recollection of it? Yes. Then you need Amnesia Magazine. If you only remember one thing this week, make it Amnesia Magazine. 
We are the other three Amigos podcast, a sports podcast in Ireland nomination at the Irish Podcast Awards. Support the pod on Patreon. All right, okay. Um, I can just tell you, lads, then. From that? no one, from no one, from no one, our adverts are going to be just funny, good, fun adverts um, from no one. <laughs> Because we don't, we don't need sponsors, so we are patrons now. Um, our pa- we have patrons, so we don't need to do all those adverts. So yeah. uh, right, Friday now. Oh, okay, so <laughs> let's just go back. Let's go back to Friday week. We lost 2-0 against Treaty. Very quickly on this one. Uh, I didn't get to see it because the Wi-Fi in Bulgaria is nearly as bad as we. <laughs> Was this game not bef- like two and a half weeks ago? I can't remember this game. It was a, it was a, just a week a week ago Friday. Um, it was it was a tuna loss. Uh, Corky was back. I, I, did, I did look. I didn't get to see it. De- Declan, just quickly, very sum it up. Treaty very good, or were you absolute shit? Bit of both, but we were absolutely shit. I mean, there's no getting away from it. The last pod we did, we praised them massively for how they showed up in the first twenty minutes against that loan. Scored a couple early, put the game to bed. And it was the complete opposite in that treaty game. And and look, it happens. And they had a chance after two minutes. And I'm still not sure how it didn't end up in the back of the net. But three city players ended up in the back of the net. But the ball stayed. <laughs> the ball never crossed the line and stayed on the pitch. So it was just it had a feeling of one of those nights after that. The treaty full back and what's his name? Ben O'Reardon, sorry, bangs one into the top corner from twenty five yards and a penalty, which was a penalty. There's no getting away from it. The, the biggest disappointment to me was the start of the second half. You you thought at halftime we were one down. Healy will get a hold of them now at halftime, rattle the shit out of them, and they'll come out second half, tear into it, and we win the game anyway. And that just never happened. Like They were flatter in the second half than they were in the first half. And look, you take it on the chin and you kind of move on, you know, and just say, look, it's it's football. You you see those performances from every side. It's somewhere along us at some point in the season, and I think that was just our one real poor poor performance of the season so far. You know, and I mean it's mad. Then Treaty went and lost two 0 in that low, and then on Friday night, like so. You know, <laughs> I mean it's it's mental, like you know, absolutely mental. Wayne, do you have any thoughts on the the Treaty I, again? Uh, uh, I remember watching I, it. I, I, I don't know where I was. Generally, I can't. It's three games ago. Like, I know. I, I, I remember I know. the goal. I remember Dickie saying it wasn't a penalty. Well, what 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 I what I would like to to do is the um is the the two words basically the two words that, just to show just to show how life is a roller coaster. I suppose. Okay, so this was the treaty match, <laughs> and uh, so just some of the two words. Okay. And we'll compare them then to the one on Friday night. So we've um, shite absolute, uh, deserved loss, so slow, absolute stinker, throat hurts, relegation performance, thanks Waterford, always backwards, soul destroying, missed opportunity, uh, carrying passengers, corky out, and then Dodgy Man Dave, I think you might remember him, Dodgy Man Dave, in China. Bingo pedophile, he put up. Uh, it was in Chinese, so I had to translate it, which was, I mean, some serious effort there. I don't know what he's talking about, but anyway. Um, <laughs> the um, There was a few, like, it was just literally doom, move on, uh, 
I don't, I don't know what this cat melogen is again. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Cat melogen. Cat What's cat melogen? What is it? It's like worse than rubbish. It's like the worst you can, the worst level of anything you can get. That's cat melogen, lad. You know, it's just all right. Okay, okay. Defeaty, unite, lackluster, terrible, shite, shit show. Uh, it was terrible. Oh, so that was that was the treaty match. Then of course we played Waterford. We drew nil all. I did get to see the first half of this. Um, we missed a few missed a few sitters. I mean, this was, you know, when your your thoughts on the Waterford nil yeah, all. Like that, that was just a bad day. Like I don't think we played that bad. We just we got the chance. I think the difference between that and treaties were we had chances and we just didn't convert them. So. Like that Louis Britton chance, Jesus! Like I think everyone in the world except for Water wanted to score. It was, oh, but yeah, look, it wasn't a bad result either because Galway were just as bad. So, yeah, what take a point and get out of there. At the, the time, it was worrying though. At the time, it was worrying, very worrying. The only thing is that we've been reliant on Galway. I mean, those two matches we were reliant on Galway dropping points, which they did. You know, uh, we have we. Got out of jail, Declan, with the with with Galway dropping points. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. like I mean, got out of jail. Like I mean, okay, we took one point from two home games. We had a surprise loss against Treaty. Waterford more than likely will finish second in this league. Okay, they went down to ten men early on, but as Wayne said, it's not like we played badly and we didn't create anything. We had twenty four shots on goal in that game. Another night, we score five, six, no problem whatsoever. And, you know, we're all celebrating walking out of Turner's Cross that night. Again, it was just one of those games. And and the, the important thing about it is, and it goes into the Cove game as well, is like, we got through them. You know, we didn't, and we talk about Cove in a minute, and we didn't play well in Cove, but we won the game. And we didn't play well against Treaty, okay, and we were beaten. That was a surprise. We didn't lose the Waterford game. That point, okay, it was the game in hand. And yes, look, everybody wants to win it and go six points clear. But going four points clear was a big thing at that stage because, again, it's another psychological barrier for Galway because we're now four points clear, not three points. So we have to lose two games or we have to lose a game and draw a game for them to come at us. Plus, they were in an absolute run of terrible form. I mean... In the third series of games, they only won four of their eight games. Then they turn around, they lose to Waterford in Waterford. That's okay. Look, I mean, it's a. Then they lose to Bray last Friday night. Like so, they've won four in ten. One of won one of their last five. The only other team in the division to only win one of the last five is Cove Ramblers. Even Athlone have won two of their last five. Like so, okay. Did we get out of jail? I don't think so. We're doing better than those around us again. And we we have continually through the season. So every team's going to have a blip, you know. Every team's going to have a blip. And it's just how you deal with those blips and how you get over them. And I think we showed in Cove on Friday night that we can get over those blips and we're strong mentally because lots of teams would have collapsed in Cove after going to go, go down and coming off the back of the two results that we were coming off of. So I think we showed a mental fortitude on Friday night as well that 
um, boards away for the rest of the season, you know. Uh, we will speak about the Cove game in just a few seconds, but I, I just we we still ran the MVP yeah. um, for both matches because we need to have this at the end of it. And I'll just give a quick rundown on that. The game against Treaty, the tuna loss uh, had to be done. Uh, Dara Crowley, Aaron Balder, Kevin O'Connor, and David Harrington uh, were up for grabs in that one. Uh, David Harrington with forty eight point six percent of the votes there, quite quite close between the other three. But Billy Dorney said, David, no goals. He's fault. His defence let him down. Pulled down an outstanding save as well. Always a star for us. Leaves it all on the pitch, unlike some. Um, Anthony O'Sullivan said, hard to pick tonight. feel like McGlade was the only one who looked like he could make something happen. Though so I would have said him. And someone else underneath said, McGlade was terrible. Crowley was decent. Harrington made a good save also between them two. So David Harrington getting the five points, a couple of three points and two points there. And then we had our MVP against Waterford. The up for grabs was... Uh, Rory Keating. You say it best when you score lots of goals. Uh, we also have Kean Murphy, Kean GA fist pump of Murphy, Aaron Bolger, and Kean Coleman. And the winner of that one was Aaron Bolger with 55.1%. Some of the comments underneath, none embarrassing performance. Uh, Kean Murphy was great. Needs to take the lead out of his boots, though. Uh, someone asked him where Bargery was. And another person asking, how about a poll for the most useless player? There would have been plenty of candidates. So Aaron Bodger getting the five points there in that. So I just wanted to catch up to date on that one. Who's leading? There are only, <clears throat> who's leading? We're not going to say it. We're not going to say it. It's very close. It's very, it, you have access to this as well, Wayne. It's in there. If you ever just open up the thing, it's there. Uh, I don't know if, have you been updating that, Declan? Or have you been too busy with our Patreon stats? Yeah. I've been busy with a lot of stuff, but oh. no, I, I did update oh. it. Oh, did you? Um, oh, thanks. It's not really very close. Is it to be not? With you, okay. but I, don't I know wanna, you told me on Friday night. That's fine. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's get back up to the, the present. Let's get back to the present. Friday night. Can I, down. Can I just say one more thing? Oh, you can, of course. Sorry. Just just on the, on the two words there in Waterford. Or no, sorry, on the MVP there that you called out in the comments underneath it. You know, and people saying it was a terrible performance and should have been a poll for the most useless player because you would have had plenty of candidates. Like to be honest with you, to me that's absolute yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Like, I mean, we we didn't score, but the, the performance was not that bad. And people are equating, <laughs> and it happens the whole time, equating performance with result. The performance was to me was actually quite good. We ran Waterford ragged, as I said, it was just one of those nights where, for whatever reason, the ball just didn't end up in the net. You know, and. It happens, but as I said, we we created twenty four goal scoring opportunities. Like you know, the thing um, the thing is, six of those were on target. The keeper saved the six of them. Like, or you know, it's like sometimes you just have to shrug your shoulders. But I don't think it was that bad a performance. And I mean, they got slated after it. You know, absolutely slated. And I just don't think it was that bad. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm on my own in thinking that. But that's just how I saw it anyway. You know, the way I see it, right? I'm looking at White Scout here. I know, Decky, you don't agree with it 100%, but look, if it's good enough for Shane Keegan, good enough for me. We've had the most shots in the league with 20 more than Waterford, right? We've had the most first touches, most touches in the box, we're 50 ahead of Longford. We've had the most corners in the league, 30 ahead of Longford. Like, all the stats, whether they're 100% accurate or not, are all showing that we're the better team. The only thing that we're kind of low on would be passes compared to, we're 200 less passes than Wexford, which is kind of strange. That's all Jack Doherty. It is. But as I said, the stats, whether they're 100% right <laughs> or not, they do point yeah. to, to us being the best team in the league. And it's, it's been consistently like that for the whole yeah. season. 
Speaking of that waistcoat, there was a post in the CCFC forums. Um, And I I don't know how accurate this was, but it showed how many goals prevented. And David Harrington had something like, was it? I don't know what he has. Like three or four times more. 12, 12, 12.6. So he's prevented nearly 13 goals, which was ahead of, which was 10 ahead of the nearest keeper. Is that really like? Yeah. that's, that's you would have all thought that XG he would have saved more than that. Oh, it's XG. It's oh, it's not. No, it's, XG. it's not total. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 not it's it's not that he's made twelve saves. It's that in comparison to what that. the expected yeah. goals against us would be to what was actually scored against that he's he's saved twelve of them or prevented twelve of those XG goals. You know, the, the the thing about these stats, right? With shots, saves, you can count them. XG is kind of opinionated because it, it's. Mm. What's a clear-cut chance? And me and Decky yeah. had an argument start to the year, what was a clear-cut chance? Yeah. And we're completely different to what it is. Like, again, yeah. White Scout, right? Uh, yeah. Jack Brady has 82 saves this season. Harrington is fourth with 74, okay. which is quite high for a team top of the table. Mm. Do we play, mm. like, Treaty are first, Longford second, Galway third, City fourth, and Waterford fifth. It's kind of strange. So you kind of got to take out a pinch of salt too. Um. Who is this new Wayne character? This, this holiday saves, is really is good it? for Wayne. I've had it the whole time. I just, he's, yeah. he's, this, this, this is amazing. This is Wayne is. Uh, is that you, Wayne Mullins? White scout. Here, I wasn't going to use it, but Keegan uses it. Can I just it, so. say something there? Yeah. Can you look the same? <laughs> just Wayne, just on the white scout thing. There, you're saying that that they, that white scout has Harrington on seventy four saves on mm. my own collated stats. I have him on sixty three. Well, so, I don't know there would be 11 of a difference, you know, but... Mm. Well, the, <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, right, the thing is with Weisskode, right, every save is saved to it. So you can literally go on and check every one of the saves and count them, which we should do and just see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah, I'm saying, even if, it's, even if sure, the stats are wrong, because I know you count yours, right, still, there's not going to be too much of a discrepancy. I don't think it's going to be some fan counting. No, it, there's obviously... I asked Keegan online no. who creates these. He didn't answer me. So friend, twin fr- friend. <laughs> I put this voice got away now, and it'll never come out again. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Shane Keegan, on Friday night we played Cove Ramblers down in Queenstown. We um, Cove going one up. Actually, Cove dominating the match. Let's not beat around the bush here. Cove dominated the match until they scored, and then. He came to save oh, us. Oh, man, what a player. Mr. Rory Keating getting two goals. You said it best. When you scored those two goals. Oh, Rory. Um, Wayne, of course, drunk on Friday night, decided to change the name of the podcast on Twitter to the Rory Keating podcast. We can change that back anytime you want, no, Wayne. No, we're fine. Uh, we're fine point, point has been out there. Uh, and, of course, our Instagram Went full, went full madness um, with uh, Rory Keating. Love, love stuff. Seriously, go, go on, w- sorry. When when we needed someone to step up to the plate, grow some balls, and grab it, like he did it. Now and I know, I know, I know. There's other players involved, but he scored two goals, and that he is the reason why we're seven points clear. We're going to be champions, and we're going to get promoted. So no matter what happens now, you can't mm. deny that he, we needed someone to step up to the plate, and he did it. Pressure he did, was on. He, did. he fucking did it like myself and Decky were at the game podcast friends uh, we were there um, can I just say one thing <laughs> the abuse the referees 
then you were the reason why there's a lack of referees in the League of Ireland. That poor man, Sean Grant, mother of Jesus Christ. Uh, I'd say he went home and had to clean, had literally had to have a shower after the stuff you said about him. But, um, okay, bit of a debate here today. The Echo came up with a, with a thing saying that they, Cove deserved to win. And uh, look, I think, like, I I think, like, until until Cove scored, they were they were all over us, like. You're missing you know, the they, point they, they were, I know, I know what you're saying. Go, go on, Wayne, come on, tell me, tell no, me. No, no, Decky has a stronger view. I'll let him okay. answer, because if he wants, I don't Declan. mind. Did we deserve, did Cove deserve to win that? Or we were lucky to come away with a win? No, it was just, no, they didn't deserve to win the game. They didn't deserve to win the game. And I'll tell you why, right? In my opinion, like, I spoke about mental fortitude a while ago and I referenced it, you know. We came into that game off the back of two poor results, right, okay? We go one down early in the second half. We did not play well first half, right? No. We spoke to Colin Healy and we'll play some of that interview in a minute where he speaks about the pitch and the reasons for him picking the team that he picked and everything else, you know. But look, Cove had a lot of the ball in the first half without really hurting us. David Harrington made one and it was a world-class save. And if you're watching on the stream, it's hard to see because it's from a corner and it's there's, there's bodies in the way. But Damien, we were in the, ba- we were in the bank on that side of the, of the ground. And it's an absolutely unbelievable save, you know. It yeah. is a it is a world class save. There's no getting away from that. But that's really the only opportunity Cove had in the first half. Yes, they had shots and they were winning the shot count at half time seven five. But the quality of chances that they had wasn't wasn't great, you know. And yes, they came out and they scored and they played well and they did all those things. But when push came to shove, they were beaten and. If you're going to criticise us, and my view on, on the article in the Echo was simply, if you're going to come out and say Cove deserved to win the game and you're going to use the previous results we had and the fact that you think we've gone away and we've we've won games that we didn't deserve to win in the past, if you're going to use that point as an, as a something negative to, to try and bash Colin with, to try and bash the team with, then when we win in Cove again, and you want to say we didn't deserve to win, but we won, surely you start looking at the reasons for why those things happen. And they happen because we're very mentally strong. It also happens because people watch games and say, oh, they haven't attacked as much or they haven't had as many shots and goals. People don't look and, and acknowledge the art of defending and, and say, you know, defending is as much a part of the game as attacking is. And when you defend well and you defend as a unit, you don't concede goals. And when you don't concede goals, it's much easier to win games, you know. So if you want to write an article that says, oh, basically Cork City were shit lucky again Friday night and Cove should have beat them. And they were lucky in Wexford and they were lucky in Longford and they were lucky here and they were lucky there. You have to start asking yourself, well, are they actually lucky? Or are they doing something very, very well that's allowing them and enabling them to win these games and win these points, you know? And if you still want to come up with the lucky answer, then I think, okay. you know, it really is time you start looking Look, around for the other reasons. At the end of the day, reasons, right, there's a reason we're so many chances. You know? Because we were trying to attack, we had two at the back most times. And they're going to get on the break then. That's what was happening. Mm. Like, we were attacking most of, most of the second half anyway. So, like, to suggest that they were better... They had, more, they had a good few chances because we gave them the chances because we were trying to score goals on the other end. 
That's that's a interesting thought. That's one thing about it. Like I mean, like Cole finished the game with five shots on target. We finished the game with four shots on target. It's not. No, I mean that's you know that's no de- definitive. Um, you know, no definitive picture of what's happened in a game. But this idea that Cove battered us for 90 minutes, is it's just not the way it happened. And like we can hear from Shane Keegan now, and, you, and, and Shane Keegan will give us his view on it here now. You know, when I asked him, how did he feel after the game? You didn't ask him. Take it away there, You Shane. didn't ask him. He's back, everybody. Go time. <laughs> and your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. Glock. Yeah, Brian, take it away. Here's a Brian Fantana speaking with Shane Keegan after the match. Shane, your reaction to that? A bitter pill to swallow? Yep. Uh, <laughs> extreme frustration. Um, but also pride, I suppose. I thought we gave a really, really good account of ourselves t- tonight. Um, first half, we were we were at least as good as Cork, I thought, if not marginally better. And, and, you know, we were in the dressing room talking about, is that sustainable now through the second half? Can we keep it going to that level? And... I suppose nearly you nearly wonder did we score too soon almost because you're an ev- the inevitable onslaught starts a bit sooner than it might have done if, if that makes sense and it's a brilliant goal it's a such a really brilliant team goal um, so it is tremendous build up and brilliant movement by Jake to nick in in front to get the goal um, so you know we had to be delighted at that stage we really really did and and Cork did come at us and look they're top of the table because they're the best team in the league simple as and inevitably they did get on top of us for a while but I don't know how many proper proper saves Paul Hunt had to make really I don't think there was a huge amount of them um, we've been very sloppy for the equaliser very very sloppy I think a couple of poor decisions in the build up to it um, I think it could have been cut out a, a hell of a lot earlier and he's ended up with all the time in the world to finish it um, and then the really frustrating thing is the amount of corners that we managed to get tonight and didn't manage to convert anything from them and then you go and end up losing a, 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 losing the game on, on the back of one of Cork's few enough corners that they actually got from us in the game but look again Pride, absolute pride, and but you just you don't want to take too much solace in heroic defeats either, you know. Um, I I like Shane Keegan actually. I think um, do you know what? No, I think he's he's Cove have definitely turned it around since he took over. Um, obviously he looks like Wayne as well, which is it's like seeing Wayne. Yeah, hi Wayne. Hi. <laughs> um, managing Cove. Um, we of course, myself and Declan got a bit of hospitality from Cove uh, Ramblers uh, <clears throat> before and after the game, which was fantastic. Thanks to um all the gang in the. Uh, Cove Ramblers Bar for looking after us. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> but um, Wayne, one, Wayne of us, one of us was looked after much better than the other one. <laughs> Wayne, your thoughts on what Shane Keegan has done down in Cove at the moment? He, he's turned it around, hasn't he? Have they turned it around? I don't think so. Are they playing well? I haven't watched him enough. So like, you got to take him on his word. But yeah, I suppose he's, he's a different breath of fresh air down there, I suppose. So he is. What are that? Like you play. Yeah, thanks for that. I'm better manager than him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but they, look, I suppose I spoke with a few um, Queenstown fans and uh, get in 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 the bar afterwards. They're they're quite happy with you know what the progression has been so far, and they reckon next year it, things will be different. They are hoping that we go up. And this is a big thing in Cove. They really hope that we get promoted so we, they can start taking some of our players on loan for next season. Because obviously, I think some of our players, they won't get a look in, in the Premier Division next year. So they are hoping. Declan, what did you pick up from the Shane Keegan interview with Brian Fontana? Yeah, with Brian, yeah. Yeah, at first, I think you're right. I think 
Shane's uh, he's a genuinely nice guy, you know. He was very good to to take the time to speak to us because we're not media accredited, so he doesn't have to. The do boys it, were know? raging. Um, can we just say so, as well? the real the real media? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were raging. Wait, wait till we get the Collins piece. Wait till we get the Collins piece in the minute. So yeah, look, I mean, I think Shane acknowledged it there. Look, he was disappointed, he was frustrated, but at the same time, he's realistic enough to know we're the best team in the league and the reason we won the game was because we are the best team in the league and we're able to pull these results out when maybe not playing at the top of our game. The interesting thing I thought he said was, did they, he felt they might have even scored a little bit too early because inevitably you're going to kind of try and you're going to sit back and you're going to get deeper and there was, they scored what's third minute of the second half. So there was, you know, Plus injury time is forty five minutes for us to pick it up and and have a go after them, you know. So look, I think we'll go up, and then I think you'd want to have a you'd want to have a hard heart to not wish Cove well next year, you know. If if, if we're not in the division, to be honest, <laughs> well, it's 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 and we talk we talk about hard. Well, if, you, hearts, if you go back to the first episode of this podcast, is, like, like, what's happened to us now? Like wishing Cove best. Come on, like. You're going to tell me now that you watched them as well. Like. With, they fed us with food and drink. How do we have an opinion on them? Have any of you watched Cove outside of us playing them? Uh, any of you? Have any of you? Have um, you? I've seen bits of Noah. I'll be no. honest, I'll be no. honest now. Like, no. I mean, they fed us with food and drink. We can't have an opinion on them. Chairman's lovely fella. Shane Keegan, nice guy. Come. It's Cove. But they give us they give us alcohol. I didn't, I didn't, they give us alcohol. I didn't have nah. <laughs> I didn't have an opinion on them though. I just said you'd want to have a hard well, heart. Then I've got a hard heart, right? Teams, so. if we're not in the division. We got a lock in. <laughs> no, we didn't get a lock in. <laughs> <laughs> um and okay, so Rory Keating, uh, look at what a man. I, Play it again. The, the goals, I mean these were goals like his first goal. Um I, there was a, with the Cork City highlights actually. And I, just one thing on the highlights. The highlights were very kind of sparse. They didn't show the Harrington save. They didn't show the Louis, the Louis Britton. And I won't call him Lewis until he scores a goal. The Louis Britton uh, miss. And there was a few more. They, but they, they had a great angle of the, the Keating goal. Should Paul Hunt have done better? Or was that just a top-class finish? Wayne? Top-class. Top-class. Absolutely. And um, then the corner, the header. Unbelievable finish. And we have to keep him next year. I don't mm, care. We have yeah. to keep him next year. All Do right. you think that John Caulfield is absolutely bluffer. raging he let him go? No, because he, he'll, he'll deny it. He's a bluffer. No. He got caught out again. Hmm. And it's amazing, the two the two signings that we, that were made by City and Galway, two big signings, are flops, really. Britain and uh, Manly. Manly was whipped off at half-time Friday night. He has, at least he scored a goal, though. Yeah, but he was whipped off at half-time and he basically blamed him for being shit. On, the, on the, his interview. Let's talk about Britain. Okay, he's getting a lot of um, a lot of stick at the moment. Um, that he and he's had a few chances where he. Declan, is it just confidence? Does he need one goal? Um, or absolutely the fact that he scored ten goals and this was something that we picked up on we, myself and you were chatting about on Friday. He scored four of them goals in one. He scored a hat trick in another, and so three goals came in other games. One like. He's an he's kind of six yard box scorer is what we've kind of seen from from any of his highlights. No, he wins not in his head, but I mean I've I've I looked through uh, some of his goals and it, is it just that he needs one goal, Declan, just one goal to break the duck? Absolutely, that's the first thing that needs to happen anyway. You know, look, it's it's hard. I'd imagine it's hard. You you come into 
new training, into a new system, into a new way of playing, a new way of doing things. And lots of times, I mean, it's like if you start a new job, a lot of the time you're kind of, the first week is written off. Like, you're just settle in there and there's the canteen and that's where the jacks are, you know, and find your way around there and we'll talk to you one <laughs> the week and maybe give you a bit of work to do and whatnot. Footballers don't get that, like, you know, and obviously it's, it's tough, and I, I keep going back, and I don't know if Wayne and you and you remember this, but remember when Neil Fenn joined us first from Waterford, and his start was really, really poor as well. And I mean, the abuse that man got from supporters was—it's actually the worst I've ever seen a city player get. And I can remember being down in Waterford on a Friday night on a wet, heavy, muddy pitch that would not suit Neil Fenn, you know. And he started and he played poorly and I think we were behind and he was taken off with whatever, 15, 20 minutes to go. And the poor man had to trudge over to the sideline and walk past the city thing. And as he was coming, there was two guys climbed. At the time, there was um a, a pylon for the, the, the lights there. And the two lads shot up the pylon as far as they could get to get over the heads of everybody else so that they could abuse him and make sure that he could see them as they were abusing him. Like, And his first six months was horrific, but in time he turned it around and turned into an absolutely fantastic player for us. The problem Britain has is he doesn't have the time because he's at the moment he's only here for the six months. So if you didn't come in and hit the ground running, this was always going to happen then, you know. So it's a tough one, but, you know, you just got to keep going now between now and the end of the season. Hope one goes in and then hope you get five and three or something like that. When he came you on know. against Waterford, he, he, he when he came deep, he, he had a good touch. He got around two or three players. He's got a good close control. So I wonder, has he been playing the wrong position? Who are you? Mm. Who are you in? I know what you're saying. I literally spent the whole week in Spain on Boy Scout. All right, I, I know what like. you're saying. <laughs> literally the whole week. <laughs> I upped my subscription and everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is... I feel really... Johnny, Jesus, Johnny stats. No, but he, if, if you look at it, when he came on against Waterford, he came deep for two or three chances and he, he got around two or three players at one stage and it was like watching Ronaldinho. Jesus, a, li- a little way. bit. No, okay, yeah. it's exaggeration. <laughs> no, he's not the worst. Like everyone, people are saying he's the worst player, but he's not the worst player. He's just—I just think he's not playing in the right position, formation, or role. You heard it here first. Britain is Britain Dino. Um, okay, they, that's that's interesting. Um, he still should be. He, he still needs to be. These chances that he's had. He does. He's he had needs a couple to, of yeah. clear cuts, and he's, he needs to. He needs to. He needs to score one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I just? Just on Ali Gilchrist is back. He and Murphy picked up an injury in training, uh, and we were walking up actually, Declan, toward to the ground. That well, we were still I was staggering out of the bar before the game, uh, and you were. T- uh, then we discovered that Murphy was after getting himself injured. Do we know the injury? Lindy, how long that injury is for? Is it good that it's just the cup game next week? And we'll speak about that in a minute. But Gilchrist coming back, you didn't like to see him coming back so early, and and Keen Murphy now injured. What's your thoughts on all that, Dick? I, it's not that I didn't like, obviously you want to see Gilchrist come back. I just thought that they maybe might not introduce him for that game and might leave him sit out the cup game as well and just make sure that the hamstring was fully healed. But obviously the medics know much better than I do and I'm just speculating on a on a silly podcast. So, you know, no, it's delighted to see City Gilchrist po- back. Not I mean, a City podcast. It's just... This is the number one unofficial Cork City silly. FC podcast nominated for Cork the, the Irish Sports Best Sports Podcast in Ireland at the Irish Podcast okay. Awards on 16th September. <gasps> okay, when you're finished ranting about City, I said silly, S I L L Y. 
<laughs> oh, I can't anyway. So, yeah, um, I lost my train of time. No, it was great to see Gil Cross, but yeah, it's a calf injury. Colin said afterwards that Keane had felt it in the Waterford game, but they thought he was okay, but it, he felt it again in the in the pre-game warm-up, so they left him out. So you presume he probably won't play next week, and they'll keep him with a view to seeing whether they can get him back for Longford or not then, you know. Why would they, why would they hurt a baby cow? No, it's not gonna. No, no, not even gonna. No, that's, that's just awful. Like. <sighs> Calf injury. Move on, Damon. Move on. Let's hear what the fans saw. You know what it is. Forget it's it. just that Forget it. it. I'm done. I'm done. The Colin Bob's two word answers, which, uh, just to let you know, the Colin Bob's title and uh, naming rights ends at the end of the season and you could have the name rights for your name on the three word answers next season um i had graham the fo- i had Gra- graham uh, graham o'rourke actually was uh, burning the ears off me asking why he didn't have anything and basically because you disappeared for a couple of years graham that's why um okay a 2-1 win in cove let's have a look with uh, just bear in mind what the the treaty ones were a while ago all over new socks 11 points Man zone, giant leap, win finally, going up, so good, just relieved, thank God. Keating, peaking, very lucky, the fountain, body chief, <laughs> job done, promotion, Rory Keating, Galway reject, Rory Scory, open bus, killer Keating, huge win, thank Christ, massive win, big win, champions erect. Big kahunas, hunt crying, champions elect, puke football, puke football. Okay. Uh, okay, so, Declan, your thoughts? Um, I just, I know I'm supposed to pick one, but I just want to say, as you said, like, compare them to the yeah. ones from Waterford Monday night, and we played much, much better against Waterford than we did in Cove, in my opinion. But look, goals, goals win games, and victories dictate how the fans feel after games, you know. So, great that everybody was happy. Two-word answers, like... Just give us a two-word like, step, please. Just, Jesus. that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> I had already said, I had already said, you know, that we compared, there was no need for you to waste a minute of our listeners' lives. Go on anyway. I wasn't listening and I can't remember. For oh, <laughs> Christ's sake. So. Christ. Damien, so good. So good, that's because you wrote it yourself. And it's a boy's um, song. Yeah. Actually, there was one about a bus parade. Bus parade or something, wasn't there? So. No, there wasn't. There was no bus parade. There was the fountain. Open bus. Of all of all the good open words bus, that came yeah. in, your open bus. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, people went out with Rory Scory and Peking Keating, Keating Peking, and you just go open bus. Um, I will, I will go with um, I'll go with Keating Peking, but I'd like Rory Scory as well. Uh, it's tough to, it's tough. So Tommy Kearney and boring Keen Coleman. Um, oh, well, not Damien. He won this week. <laughs> okay self praises. No, he was mocking me two minutes ago for self praise the most prestigious
prestigious award in world Fuck, football. Deja vu. It's the <laughs> other three amigos. MVP. This one, this one won't be. This one won't be. Our four nominations for the MVP against Queenstown were Kian Barbie, Rory Keating, Aaron Bolger, and David Harrington. 73.1% of people going for Rory Keating. You say it best when you score lots of goals. It was in the CCS. How has that not been sung yet to him? Like, I'm not understanding. Like, it's it's perfect. <laughs> you can, I mean, he scores a goal. Everyone goes, you say it best when you score lots of goals. I mean, Jesus, mother of God. Like, how has that not been sung to him yet? Do you know what? They don't even have songs for players anymore. Yeah, it's, 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 it's horrendous. Like, don't, mind, don't mind the fucking kids. Too busy buying flares and don't know where they buy them these days. But they actually don't have any songs for individual no. players. It's just... The worst in... City Stopper League! City Stopper League! City Stopper League! City Stopper League! And that's the hero. That's, that's the sound of their voice breaking as well there. I mean, Christ, lads, come on. Roy Keaton scores goals. You sing the it's song. Going to be, it's not hard. It's going to be tough next year when we're not talking oh, about it. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be vast amounts of game space to be filled. Like. I mean, oh, I just don't right? understand how that has not been sung yet. It's 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 actually ridiculous that it's just, we still have, no, I think there was another chant. There was another chant on Friday night. It was, I, I couldn't hear, I didn't hear it properly, but we've got uh, just one question that came in regarding the game, actually. Now, it, uh, allegedly, um, Paul Hunt had received some bit of grief uh, during the game and it's yeah. uh, somebody came up with a question here where's someone oh yeah um so apparently paul hunt was obviously in front of the city fans for the second half let's hear what shane keegan had to say to this when he spoke to brian fantana can i just ask you one more there i'm just wondering about paul hunt seemed to have an issue with the city fans behind the goal and it just looked like he was maybe a little bit rattled do you feel that in any way played any part in maybe the second goal especially that she conceded? No, I don't think no. so. Um, Conor Drynan, who's a fantastic fella and had a really good game tonight, he's he's come straight across to me coming off the pitch and held his hand up and apologised for letting Keaton away from him. Um, he's he's distraught in the dressing room to be honest with you because he's, uh, as I say, he's had a super game and he's been at Torn Cork side there all night and uh, look, good players will do that to you. He said he... You know, he glanced over his shoulder to check where Keaton was, and as he was glancing, Keaton was on the move, and all of a sudden they've got a head start on you, and he gets there first and he scores, and it's a brilliant header. It's not a thing in the world Hunty could have done about saving it, that's for sure. But um, yeah, look, those things happen. You know, you're going to get a bit of grief as a goalkeeper, but um, I think someone had said something about his wife, which is, you know, which is now city fans have have said I haven't heard it and stuff like that. I don't know what the crack with it is. We we didn't know what was going on at the same deck. We did put up on, you know what? on Twitter that like, he was rattled. What about the Bakers from years ago? Was that wrong too? Or like, like what about we were it? singing Desi and Richie, different fathers, all that kind of shit. Like, and we we're singing, oh, and here he's illegitimate. Or like, like, yeah, but I mean, the, the, is, is it the two of them are players that you don't go after? You don't I get, go after I get, I get, I get like, that. I, mean, I understand that. Wrong I understand here, that. But, but when did that change? I was trying to find out. Like, what annoys me is denying it. I don't think what it annoys ever me is denying I don't it. Ever right? remember. If you did it, admit it. Mm. Denying it's a bit. Yeah. In, I. Do you know? Someone. Someone asked the question: Was the banter like, too far to or me, fine in the context of the game? And, and like, go on, Decker. Yeah, yeah. I think the banter's too far. I just think it's too far. And I think it's like Scotty asked: When did it change? I don't think it's ever changed. To me, since I started going. To me personally, anyway, 
wives and kids and that are Daisy off, and Richie Baker are brothers like, you know, like. There's, there's, yeah they were both on the pitch at no, the they same weren't. time different teams right? one was Shells one was both I, I know the point I'm making is, is this well, because like, but I mean, it's a wife or is it because like, I'm trying to figure yes I agree well, it's firstly, wrong firstly Paul right? Hunt is Paul Hunt is like, from like he's this, from Cork and he's married to a Cork girl and he played for Cork Oh, sorry, but we, like he's from Cork, like he's yeah. he's living like, in Cork. But we abused Liam Kearney. Like I, I'm just trying to figure out right at what point. But hang on, no, I, is I don't think we've ever abused. We call, we call him know. Judas, but you would never have said you didn't call Liam Kearney on the pitch when he's playing. What I'm saying, that's what I'm trying to say. You don't think he is one, but you just say it. Like, no one thinks these things. We just say because we're football fans. So the point I'm making is, at what stage but was like, it okay to, yeah, to but, abuse players? But there's a line like the, the Tony O'Dowd thing there years ago. Remember Derry City, and they are abusing. Um, that was a line. A deceased. Yeah. Was that, we, everyone knew that was a line because the person was deceased, right? We get that. But when did it suddenly change that we can't abuse yeah. players? You know, their family's been abused for years. I'm not saying it's right. Don't get me wrong. You I'm not saying it's right. You, but it's been you, happening for years. So why now is it yeah. something wrong? You can wrong? abuse players, no problem. We all abuse players, but we're not. But they're not. Ta- they're talking about players, wives. To me, wives and kids are off bones. I, get, I mean, I, that's I just get, areas you that. don't ever go into. I understand firstly. that. And so dead relatives is, is, and all is that the, stuff is, the is all off what limits. Like. Is the line wives and kids? Is that what the line is? I think so. So it's okay. To me, yeah. it is anyway. To me, it is anyway. Definitely, definitely. So it's okay. To, I would agree to mock fathers and brothers. Yeah. It depends. Like, I mean, hang on. It depends on the context. Ah, it depends on, on the context. I'm asking the question. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Paul Hunt would minds or any players. You know, Paul, you're shit. Paul, you fat bastard. Paul, you've got a receding hairline. I think he's going to. All players are going to accept that. I think they will. They understand that's what they're going to get. Damon, you know, I get you're it. just a, you're a city reject. The minute. The minute they say anything about someone's family, I just think that's it. I just, I, I've never agreed with it. I don't well, think I it should be done. I completely agree with you. I understand, uh, but I'm trying to figure yeah. out when did it stop? When did it change? Like, so you can't give up. It's like someone was saying something bad 10 years ago. You can't hold them back res- respect, retrospectively, right? So at what point has this changed that now it's bad? Like, there were certain songs that shed in the 80s and 90s that we can't sing anymore. We know when it was changed, right? It's fairly obvious. Racist songs, right? And they were being sung. But at what point has this changed? They're kids, right? Fair enough. It's, I'm not saying it's right. It was wrong. But mm. I'm just trying to figure out when did this happen? When just when? Where do we draw the line? Is there a line? Is there actually a, like deceased was the line? That was the line 15 years ago. This is a new line. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't think it's a new line. I think it's been a over. I think we did Rio Ferdinand not got a, a lot of abuse about about his. Oh no, just, yeah, no, that's, no, yes, that, that, that goes I, beyond the. That definitely yeah, does because the person is deceased. I get that. Mm, but okay. I also get that this is what they did was wrong, and they they denied it. The people who may or may not have involved. It's all over Twitter. They're denying it. Which, you know, if you do it, own up to it. You know, don't deny it. Look, I just I, I just wanted to say, I, I don't think it was banter. And I, I think players will will take as much shite from fans. I agree. As, uh, you know, to their to their thoughts and their ability and all that. And that's just, that is football banter. And it, it is probably one of the only jobs in the world where you will receive abuse. I'm surprised he didn't like, lose it. Like, because if I was him, I would have lost a plot like, and grabbed someone. As we all would probably. Mm. But I'm just trying to find out when yeah. did this change. That's all. I suppose when we all became a bit more respectful of um, healthy minds and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the nineties were different. They were way different. Of course, they were. <laughs> Jesus, I think the eighties were probably even worse. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it it. And I understand they are. They're all. You know, they might be the person who said that is probably fifteen, sixteen. And that's, you know, that's the point I'm getting to as well. Like you yeah. know, you you have to not take it mm. into context because it's wrong. But, you know, 
I just okay. Anyway, 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 anyway. Anyway, coming up in part three, we're going to take a look at the big FAI Cup match on Friday night. We've also got uh, Wayne's reeling in the years. A couple of questions, and um, we may even get fit in that football manager challenge that we've been holding back for a couple of weeks. We will see you in part three, Toe Tapper. <sighs> this kitchen is so hard to clean. If only there was an easier way. Hi, I'm Derek Bum. Say goodbye to daily stains and dirty surfaces with new kitchen gun. This sink is filthy, but just three shots from Kitchen Gun and it sparkles like new. Look how it cleans this greasy hob. Goodbye, dirt. Grubby tiles. I love you, Kitchen Gun. Rusty taps. (laughs) You can even use it on the washing up. There, all clean again. New kitchen gun, now with laser sight and night vision for after dark cleaning. We are the Other Three Amigos podcast. Best sports podcast in Ireland nomination at the Irish Podcast Awards. Support the pod on Patreon. Kitchen gun, make sure you get yourselves one. Uh, Available from all good shops that sell kitchen products. Are we previewing a game now, are we? Uh, yes, Derry, this Friday night up in the Brandywell. The last time we played at the Brandywell. Does anyone remember that? No. Anyone remember? No? no. Yes, we we were 1-0 up early to, to a what's-his-name scored after five or six minutes. Mm-hmm. Joe Alusu was um, Joe that went to Man, ended up in Man, Man United for Under a bit. I can tell you that we did lose yeah. 3-1 in the end. Have a listen to the line. Actually, he's, where's he? yeah. he's gone away there again. Um, and this is, this is mental. I'll just wait for him to come back. So, yeah. In, in goal, actually, just, just have a look at their team. Peter Cherry was in goal for Derry at the time. Yeah, I'm just going to go through it. I'm just going to go through it. In goal, we had Mark McNulty at the back. We had Oluhu, Kevin O'Connor, Charlie Fleming, Rob Slevin, Henry Ochiang, Deshan Darling, Kian Coleman... Uh, up forward, we had Connor Simpson and Scotty Fenwick. Substitutes, uh, you had Rory, Ronan Hurley coming on for Joseph Aluhu. Garold Morrissey came on for Slevin. Dylan McGlade came on for Henry Ochiang. And Ricardo Denanga came on for Scott Fenwick. Subs not used were Darryl O'Connor, Kean Murphy, Ricardo Denanga, and Liam Bosson. Um, we did lose 3-1 in the brand one. That's the last time we played so them. Where's Connor Simpson now, lads? Icelandic fifth division. Am I am I right? No, he's he came back from Iceland after nineteen games. Did he? Yeah, he's at Mar- oh. Marski United. We should do a little piece on that squad and see where they all are. We should really do that. What do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. We if, should. If we, we should be interested. Off, it might be it might be tight um, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the Okay, so they are third in the Premier Division. They drew with Drogheda one all on Friday night. Their top scorer is Will Patching with fourteen goals in all competitions. And I think James Akintunde is also their second highest scorer with 11 in all competitions. Now, Wayne, is this a good test for our players to judge them against the Premier Division team? Do you know what? After the last two weeks ago, I would have said player under 19s. I say go for it now because the title is as good as one. Like, so I go up there and try and win the game. With a full team? Well, Absolute I, I, think, full we, team, I think we should. Yeah. I think we should go full team. I mean, you see what happens when we have a bye week and the play, yeah. team aren't playing. So, I mean, I would keep the players in, in, in top, tip-top shape Absolutely. and put them up there. And it's, I think it's a fantastic uh, opportunity. Declan, you, you, you think this is great to see where we are. This is to see where we are. 
No, I don't think. I think win, win, lose, draw, get battered, win by four. I don't think it has any bearing on what we do next year or or where we are in relation to. It's a one-off game, but I'm not. Sh- I don't know whether he's going to go with his full strength team or not. And I totally forgot. Hang on, he's back again, everybody. Go time. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. Long trip to Derry next week for the Cup. Any thoughts on that? I mean, would your intention be to go with as strong a team as you possibly can? Or are all eyes now focused on the league? I can afford to go with a strong team because I've got a strong squad. Yeah. Do you know what? I can make the changes. And uh, But I, what I'll do is that we, we'll come in on is it Monday or Tuesday and we'll, we'll see if there's any little knocks from tonight's game. I know Keane Murphy pulled up in the warm with a calf injury. He was a bit sore after the, um, the Waterford game. So we'll keep an eye on him. And if there's anything from this game, then we'll, have, we, we, we'll make a call in during the week. But no, we'll, we'll absolutely, we'll be going up. It's a difficult place to go. They're a very good side. But absolutely, we'll be putting a team together to go on it. Yeah, so what I took out of that like, was, was when he said that he can play a strong team because he has a strong squad. That kind of made me think that he may not be committed to... St- you know, going with his strongest eleven, but he may be planning on giving some of the squad guys the game. Here's the other thing then that I was thinking about today. Aaron Balder is suspended for the Longford game, right? So do you, you have to come up with another midfield combination, whether you just put Coleman in there for for Bulger and play Coleman with Coffee and Healy, or what do you do? But I was thinking, do you use the Derry game? to try out whatever midfield you want to use against Longford, do you use the, that midfield in the Derry game and sit out Aaron Bulger? Or do you play Bulger and show up to the Longford game with a new midfield for that that haven't played with each other, you know? So I don't know what he's going to do, to be honest with you. Like, my gut would be to play the best team you can. And as Wayne said, try and win it. But hmm. at the same time, the league isn't over. I know we're seven points clear, but the league isn't over. And, you, you know, everything has to go. The league isn't over. winning the league. Oh. Which league now? Are you talking about the Premier Division? Mathematically, it's not. Stop, will you? Mathematically, it's getting late. Stop. Stop. Over. Stop. Just, just, just on that. So, there's a bit of confusion on the forums today. If we get put out by Derry and Galway beat UCD in the Cup on Friday night, is there a chance that the game on the 16th of September is postponed? The game on the 16th of September will be postponed if one of us gets through in the cup. Oh, There's sweet no Jesus Christ. Okay, just in case you weren't the aware. 16th of September. Oh my God. So just in case, um, toe tappers, you weren't aware, the Irish Podcast Awards, which we are nominated for, in case you didn't know, they're on the 16th of September on a Friday night mm. in the Liberty Hall mm. in, in Dublin. So, oh, sweet God. So if one of those teams go through, that game is postponed. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah because the cup, the cup is on that it. weekend. The next round of the Cup is on that weekend. But now, here's the thing. In all the pronunciation, like the FAI never gave any indication that that was a Cup weekend. And I mean, it was only something that popped up today. So people now have accommodation booked in Galway for that weekend and the rest of it. I know there's a fair to decent chance that the game won't be played that weekend. You know, Galway play UCD in the Cup. This weekend, I know they're in shit form, but you know, you'd say that's probably a 60 40 game in favor of UCD. So we could also then go a month without playing a game. If yes. we, if sorry, so we'd play in Waterford on the ninth, 
Then if we were out of the cup, the cup is on the 16th. Then there's no games on the weekend of the 23rd because the Irish under-21s play that night and the Irish senior team play on the Wednesday. So there's no games that weekend. And then we're on our bye week the following weekend. So we would play on the 9th of September in Waterford and our next scheduled league game would be the 7th of October at home to Wexford. So that's a month without a game. Now, there is a thing that's, that weekend of the t- under-21 game, the 23rd, is also a reserved weekend. So if there's any games to be made up, it c- they can be played that Friday night. So our game against Galway could be played that Friday night. But you'd have to presume David Harrington would be part of the under-21 squad and we won't play without Harrington. So then that game wouldn't be played that night, which means to be played a random Monday night in Galway between there and the end of the season. And we'd go a month without a game. I'll take it. I'll take it. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that Irish. Like, anyway, <clears throat> um, just so it's so Derry score goals. They score goals. They've. Uh, I know. I spoke uh, that um, Will Patching had fourteen all competitions, but in the league alone, Jamie McGonagall has eleven. Will Patching has nine. James Akintende has eight. I mean, they've they've got three the kind of scores, forward players that will league? score. They 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 can score goals. Like Gilchrist, Harkinen, Honahan. Are we expecting the three of them to start win? Yeah, I, I would say so. Like, I, you don't know what he's going to do. Like, he says he's got, as Decky said earlier, he's right that he did say he's got a big squad. So, is he hinted at playing the younger players or the. No, go for you it. You have to go for it, surely. Just go for it and see what happens. It's a free shot, as they say. Oh, hey. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, free hit. Free hit. There free shot. Jesus. I'm sure we could, we could be in Europe next season. Playing Dordrecht. They could win the Dutch Cup. Who knows? Oh, wow. <laughs> amazing, wouldn't it? Um, Jackie, do you think we can beat him? Do, you think we, do I think we could beat Derry? Mm. I think on any given day you can beat anyone in the country, yeah. I don't think Derry are in the best of form either. But you thought we were going to lose there two weeks ago against someone. Hang on a second. you're also saying that we're not good enough for Premier Division. So what is it? Why? (laughs) What is it? Well, I don't know what... Like I said, in a one-off game, a division a division is played over a 36 Yeah, but it it is 36 one-off games at the end of the day. There's a distinct difference. And I've always said that already. Even if we go up to Derry and get beaten 6-0, I won't be on here saying that proves that this squad can't play because that's not how I view the world or how I look at things. Like, you know, so um, look, in a one-off game, Pat's beat us on penalties last year in this round and went down and won the cup, you know. So anything can happen. Like, But are they one-off games though? Because there's seven games in the cup, isn't there? Six? I'm just saying it, like... It's a one-off anyway. game between ourselves and Derry. Let's go with predictions. Uh, Wayne. 1-0. Cork City. Oh, Depending on what team we play, I have a feeling. I have a feeling about a cup run. I've had it all year. Right? Mm. So we have so to win. I'm going to say we beat them on penalties. Oh, yeah. Get inside. I like it. Say we beat them on penalties. Mm-hmm. I'll go with a 3-2 to Cork City. Okay, 3-2. Because I really need the 16th of September postponed, okay? I think <laughs> I may even offer to make a donation to Derry City to drop the game. Interesting. Uh, okay, um, so <laughs> that is Friday night. I don't, I, so I suppose you're not heading, you, I won't be heading up to that. Uh, neither of you heading, no. Too old no, for that malarkey no, now. No, no. Mm. No. It's a pity. It's a pity. It's not a Saturday night, and it could have been a Saturday night, but it's not. It's a, it is a pity though if they didn't uh, go with that because 
It would have been a good set. It would have been a good sesh. A good sesh. Uh, okay. Our Patreons. Now, we are blown away. Absolutely blown away by this level of support that we've received on Patreon. It, you know, it's 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 been brilliant. Um, Wayne Wayne was really kind of a big kind of driving force behind this. So he's he's smiled. Um, and we just like to say thank you. You've you should have received, you know, interviews with Colin Healy and Shane Keegan, um, Shane Mullins um, on um, Patreon before uh, they were released to the public. <laughs> We've also got a few bits and pieces that the unedited version of the of the Corky the Cheetah and Flossie the Fox uh, was was on it, which was a good crack a couple of weeks ago. And of course, you're getting all the stats from Decky, but. We do need to give you a shout out as well, um, and I'm going to give a hand it over to Scooter. Patron, patron. So beautiful to see your money in her bank. Put your money in her bank. Come on. This is Total. We want to say a big shout to Elite Totappers and to all supporters in the world. And to Sean O'Malley, Padraig, Jackie Jones, The Maker Man, Roy O'Sull, Kevin Quark, Paul Condon, O'Malley, Ryan Cronin, Curtin, Michael McCarthy, Sean Ryan, Fargal O, Nevin P. Ian Hendrick, Ryan McCarthy, Matkin, James Goodwin, Ed Mellerick, Keen O'Cal, Anthony, Miss Connell, Tim Seeley, Chay, Dave Crowley, Bernard, Westcourt Coffee, Connor Howe, Sam Boland, Adam, and to all patrons all over the world. So they were, we, we did get a, a lot of um, patrons as well. My camera has changed almost like I just And so there are, there are others, there were others that I couldn't fit into that, but you got your shout out last week. So you didn't, you had the likes of, um, thanks Wayne, uh, you had the likes uh, of um, Kevin Cronin, Billy Dorney, Sean O'Manley, Jamie Mullins, Dave Alton, uh, Kira Murphy, Rich. Richie Hadlow, Stephen Burke, Eileen Ring, James Driscoll, Shane Carroll, Graham O'Rourke, John McCarthy, Jolie Oak, Darren O'Connor, Tommy Kearney, John O'Sullivan. Uh, on to the next page, Jason Shanahan, Wayne M, uh, Declan McCormack, Damien Sheenan, Daniel Sheehan, and our first, Niall Conley. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that. That's why you get to hear stupid ads in future, uh, because of you. Uh, the 10-year-old T-shirt for the, t- for the people in that tier. Uh, the people in the John O'Flynn tier. When are we doing the draw for that? The end of the month, is it? End of the month, yeah. The Liam Boss. You can have a medium or a large. I presume there will be a duck race on Patreon at some stage. No, yes. we'll fix it. We'll, we'll fix it. it. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> Give it to... Uh... Winner has been contacted by DM. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, Way Mullins, it's reeling in the years. Go. Okay, so we're going for the, the week of the 20th of August, 1984, which was oh, yeah, the year we were formed. 
Mm. Right, number one Ireland wise. Oh. Curious whisper from George Michael. That has to be the like the dirty. Like I mean, if you were to give songs like you know a filth rating, like filthy, you know, ten out of ten, you know, filthy. Yeah. That is, do you know? I think. I think Declan, like, I and mean, that's you know, just before Declan, I thought there's, it was Barry. There's, right, there's, there's a couple of Barry White, there's a couple of Barry White ones there, yeah. That, um, and then if we just, we should be able to. Is it? Come on, that would have Go on. So I mean, how do you manage to get that? How do you get that into? Go on, forget it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, movies in the cinema. Herbie Rides Again was in the cinema. Uh, what a show. Indiana Jones. Uh, not sure which one it is, though. I think it's the first one, not the last crusade. The, uh, oh, it's the first one. Temple of the Lost. That's it. Um, Temple of On TV, Dallas was on. J.R. Panics when he realizes the bullets that bought down Bobby were meant for him. In Sweet God. the A team, new series. What a show! Give a hard take down a crooked officer. And a pitiful. And Wogan, Kenny Everett, and Geraldine Jones. Wogan. Wogan was on RT <laughs> and in the '84. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Let's get on with the football. All right. So Cork. Oh, okay. City, no, sorry. Uh, go on about Wogan. Yeah. What about Co- no, no, that's it. Cove beat Ward for two, four two in the Munster Senior Cup. We beat Avondale two one in our first ever game. Leahy and Madden scored for City. Dave Barry signed for City over the weekend. And our first proper game, really, was City lost 3 2 to Athlone in the league after coming back from 2 0 down. Jim Leahy and Rob Bobby Woodruff pegging him back, but Athlone scored a winner with three minutes to go. Uh, there was a bus leaving for Rathban at 3 30 for the semi final of the Manchester Cup from Parnell Place. The price is four euro, four pounds. Contact Arthur O'Donoghue or Jim Hennerby. Jesus Christ! I mean that that four pounds in eighteen eighty four. That's like you man charging like a hundred euros for the right, bus. It's worth twenty quid, it is. <laughs> <laughs> four pounds in nineteen eighty four. Ah, come on. Let me just check this now. Um, that sounds very expensive. Four pounds in nineteen eighty four. Nicky Lauda wins the Austrian Austrian Grand Prix. Prost wins the French Grand Prix, and Lauda holds a one point five point one point five point gap over Alain Prost. Uh, yeah, ah, Alan Prost and uh, Nicky Lauda. One, one and a half Ooh, points, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry now. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going back to 1984. I'll go on, go on, I'm okay, missing. so news in Cork. Arson attacks and theft in a cor- in Cork over the weekend. Smith's showroom in Wilton was targeted by thugs. They stole two Renault 2 turbos, driving through the showroom window, and they were found burnt out in Churchfield. Uh, Friday night is champagne night in Spiders. There's a surprise. There's free champagne, free punch, and free suppers. Special guests are graffiti and the break dancers. And you can yeah. buy a house in Rochestown. Rochestown Rise. Things haven't changed. Four bedroom, two bathroom for forty grand. And a similar house in this stage is going for four hundred twenty-five thousand euros today. So that's very, that's perfect. Okay, because I was going to the website and stuff there to try and work out what four pound was, but it gives me the answer there. So it's just over ten times. So. The bus leaving for Rathban was forty-two euros. You, 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 That's a bit you, steep, house right? prices are a bit more inflated, uh, though. Uh, to be fair, in inflation, I would yeah. say it's about twenty euro. Like, what's a pint back in eighty-four? About one pound, maybe. Who's Arthur O'Donoghue? Arthur O'Donoghue and Jim oh, Hennerby. So Arthur was probably might have been supporters club, a millionaire, and 
Jim Hennerby was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Clark in 1984. Okay, there you go. Uh, thank Actually, you. Yeah. Don't pull that way. Uh, a couple of questions came in. Um, okay, so there was a question came in for, for you, Decky, actually. It's, um, we'd love to, Decky to run the stats on how we performed with and without Key and Barbary from John O'Sullivan. He said he would increase his Patreon tier if you were able to give it to him. Here's the thing, right? And I had a look at this today, as you guys know. We've only played two games without Key and Barbary all season. He's come on as a sub in two other games and he started every other game. So... There isn't really much there to get. Like, I mean, we beat Athlone 6-1 and we lost the Treaty 2-0. They're the two games that he didn't start in. They said it was two other games he came on in and he started every other game. So there really isn't much to get our teeth into in terms of with him or without him because we basically haven't been without him very much, you know? So you can't give an answer, basically? Is Not really. You're I think he's just did, to be honest. That's fine. Okay, but okay, Brian Fitz said similarly I'd love to see the stats on how Kean Barry has performed with, before versus with the burden of being sponsored by Totap do you have to uh, I could probably do that on a personal level for Kean because I have his for stuff from last year I think okay. I hope I do okay another question came in I can compare from, him to this year okay that's, that's good Chris Crowley said do how I, come is Totap's I don't want and not Totap's Kean Barry well he is though he's Totap's Kean Barry we don't refer we to him as Totap's Kean we used to until um yeah, we used to start the season definitely. Okay. We can okay. do it again. It's, no, I think it's gone no, past. It's that Totaps Key and Barbary. That does. I don't know. I, I think Jackie making faces again. We're done with that. Mm. She's done. Um, yeah, because I'm just thinking about what I said now about doing the Key and Barbary stuff between last year and this year, and I'm desperately trying to think that I keep individual player stats last year. Why scout? I may not have done. Works for Shane Keegan. <laughs> You need to do a waistcoat ad for Shane Keegan next week, then. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. Roy O'Sullivan says, why is Rory Keating a Cork treasure? I also worry that if we have this team in the Premier Division, I'll have to go to Queenstown again in two years' time. So he's the same thoughts as Declan, not the same thoughts as Wayne. We ran a simulation on Football Manager. And I will tell you how that got next oh, week. This, okay, because we're out of time. Is this the big moment? Ah, stop. No, we're going to Everything is next I, I, week. This is going on six weeks now. I know, but you know what? No, this pod weeks. is long enough. It's long enough. Wait, I mean, this. Half, I have to go through. Yeah, I have to go through everything. I mean, we're, we're, we're nearly up there with other podcasts now. Um, so we, we, we need to. <laughs> I can't wait I have for next to go season. Go everything he says. He's going to he's going to send it over in the morning. Go take no, any chance no, no, you can no, edit no, that no. there for me. Thanks but very I, much. You know. I know, but I mean, I have to go through everything on football. I have to give you who the top scorer was, where we finished, who signed. All right, right. Okay. It, there's a, okay. there's a good fifteen right. minutes or ten minutes in that. So I'll, I'll let you know next week. Um, do we have anything else to pick up on lens before um we move into last words? Oh, I don't think so. Last no words. Last time. words either. I can tell you that much. Now. Wayne, last words. Um, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I'm happy to just be quiet. Rory Keating. Listen. What a f-ing player. Oh. <laughs> it's just good to be back. It's good to spend my Monday night with the two of you guys again, trying to entertain the world of Cork City football. Enjoy, mm. enjoy yeah, the other I mean, parts. I them badly. I have nothing else. Nothing else I can add. You know, 
my own my own my own last words I suppose are um, cheers Cole for the pints thanks very much um, and uh, <laughs> we're going to do a podcast for you thanks very much I think we may have agreed uh, to that and uh, we have signed contracts and everything down there so yeah. oh well um, that's Adios. it Adios, amigos. Adios. Ciao, ciao, ciao. The Other Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast. <laughs>